0: These days, I look around and I see some kids launching, well, other kids not going into adulthood very well equipped or grabbing on to the the milestones that uh, you might want for them. Uh, That's a really hard place for a parent to watch a child struggle to enter into and embrace adulthood. Well, I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team here. Uh, Let's hear from Allison Botkin now. Uh, Jim Daly and I spoke with Allison. She's walked through this journey as a mom, uh, relinquishing her kids, letting them enter into adulthood. Here are some of her key observations.
1: Allison, welcome to Focus on the Family. Welcome back, really. Thank
2: you. Thanks for having me back.
1: It's good to have you back. Um, let's start with that failure to launch concept. Um, we're seeing that uh, is growing in our culture today. Uh, why do you think this is a growing problem for today's
2: families? Well, a lot of it's financial. You know, the, the, the financial challenges that young people have on the outside, uh, whether they've not budgeted well, and that happens a lot. They they don't know how to live. They don't know how to financially mm-hmm. budget their 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 lives. So they they come back home, and it's you know what it's it becomes so easy. Parents have allowed this, and why not if, if why not go back home if I'm going to have my rent paid and my electricity <laughs> right. paid and food and somebody's going to cook for me and it's. Uh, it's a double-edged sword there.
1: Yeah. We know all parents, I think, have that, especially with your junior and senior in high school. I mean, I'm in that spot right now. I've got a senior in high school, and I thankfully have one who's two years into his journey with uh, college. Uh, but you do begin to wonder, are we going to get there? How's has has that launch platform going to go? <laughs> you know, the steam and the combustible engines and all those <laughs> well, things and, and, you need. And
2: it may not even be that there's a failure to launch. It's just a shift in our economy, a shift in, in lifestyle, it's not always a bad thing to have adult children living at home. Mm-hmm. If it's an equitable situation, if it's everyone's helping each other and boundaries aren't being stepped on, and we've spent generations used to live together, you know, multi-generations. So it's only been in modern times that these kids, you know, are are, are pushed out like this. You know, we expect them to be out on their own. Some instances that might not be a possibility. Yeah, and
1: I appreciate that. And we're going to talk more about how to create something that's constructive for everybody. But we want to talk about (laughs) the issues before that, you know, and sometimes parents can create this problem, at least contribute to it, correct? Absolutely. I mean, that <laughs> that's uh, certainly something that can happen, and, and you can actually cause things to go uh, worse than you anticipated. How do parents contribute negatively to their children's failure to launch?
2: They become that safe landing place for them and don't want them to feel pain. That sounds so right, though. So it's, yeah, exactly, but it's not helpful. Everything good grows out of pain. It's like physical therapy. You're not going to get healthier if you've got an injured bone until you go through physical therapy, and it's painful. Life spurts, growing is painful sometimes. How else else do we learn consequences? This is really the key that parents are, are... challenged with. They don't allow their children to experience the consequences of their actions. You've got a
1: couple of stories <laughs> yes. in this way. I think you call it uh, enabling parents in training. <laughs> so what what are those stories? Just get our listeners and viewers up to speed.
2: Yeah, I, I think finding myself dealing with boundaries as much as I do, I'm very aware when boundaries are an issue. I was at a store once and saw a woman who's obviously frazzled. I could say she, a customer was in front of her. She could have gotten rid of her and I was standing there and I said are you okay? And just to say that she lost it. Yes, and she's no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I'm so ma- I'm so mad. I'm so angry and she just started talking about her family and her kids and she loans them money and they don't pay her back and they'll say can I borrow a 10? <laughs> she gives them a 20 and never sees change. And I asked questions. I'm, I'm, I said, well, why do you do that? If, if, he, if he is consistently doing that, why do you continue to give him money? Well, because, and then, then this yeah, yeah. A litany of, of excuses. Um, well, and her husband was the same way. He didn't clean. He didn't help in the house. She's working. They owned the business. And it, it was just a litany of anger. And yet, like
1: resentment. Yes.
2: A resentment, anger. And when it comes down to it, I said, you know, well, you can make different choices. <laughs> and, and she kind of looked at me and it it went like right over her head that she could do anything different was hard for her to realize what did you have in mind for her and i would think uh, sanity she needed sanity she needed to stop doing what she was doing and really and get around some supportive people to talk about this otherwise she's i don't know what's going to happen who knows whether she's going to burn out or i i don't know what the children were like if they were at all respectful or dangerous. Right. You know, you What's know. the other story? So I was standing in line at a sandwich shop and there was a mom and a son in front of me and he, he was I would say maybe seventeen? Yeah. I, I don't it was hard to tell. Um but he had a coupon in his hand and he he was reading it and he couldn't understand really what, what it meant. And I heard him talk to her and he said, What 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 do you suppose this means for the sandwich? She said, Well I don't know. When you get up there ask him. So I'm watching them they get up to the counter and he Speaks up. That he started to speak up and said, "You know, what does this?" And she jumped right in and said, took over. It, it took over the whole conversation, and I watched him physically just shrink. Yeah, you know, and my heart ached for him too. I thought, "You know, Mom, you're giving mixed messages here. You're telling him go ahead and ask, which is good. This is how he learns, and yet you don't trust him enough, or maybe it's, is it trust? What what is the issue? You don't think he can speak for himself? You, that that you just or in such a hurry that you want to just what I don't know what it is. So, so but I saw that and thought, boy, that that young man now is learning. And how many times has she done that? So, how hard will it be for him to launch to, to, to trust yeah. himself that he knows what to ask or to do?
0: Well, Danny, this is a complex topic. There's no one size fits all. Kids are all different. Um, I think back to when I was eighteen, nineteen. Uh, That was a different era than what my kids have had to deal with when they hit 18, 19 years old. Um, They're all wired differently. So um, finances, though, seem to be a pretty consistent thing that a lot of uh, kids are struggling with as they enter into adulthood. What are some of the other common things that you see that kind of make it difficult these days for kids to fully embrace being an adult?
3: Yeah, I would say there, there are many factors uh, in there. One of them being the parents' fears, parents' fears of of a child having pain or adversity. That's one of them I've seen in counseling. They protect their kids from everything. They they kind of mow the lawn of life for them so that it's pretty straight and uh, and easy. And as they face adversity, it's just hard for them. And there's a fear and a drawing back and a fear of life that, that begins to happen mm-hmm. in that young adult's life. And so the distractions are also another piece that I've seen. Okay. Distractions being like video games or yes. uh, just social media in general. They get lost in that, and they don't know how to manage time. And so time just slips away. All of a sudden, they're 21, 22, 23, and they don't know how to manage all that time and try to have a job. Uh, I've also noticed uh, just the, uh, the drugs and alcohol piece, addictions, certain addictions that they take into adulthood, that prevent them from uh, engaging fully in what's there. So they're just there, there are many things there. Also, I've seen divorce create a an issue there, uh, where one parent is a lot more lenient than the other, and they feel bad for the child, and the, the child is given certain things, and they haven't had to work for uh, some of the things that they need. So as parents, what we need to see is that we get to pour into our kids as they pursue life and what god has for them Mm -hmm. in their lives and uh that may mean that at times they'll face adversity they'll face difficult times and we can come alongside of them and uh some of them may reach rock bottom and at that place we can show them love and look at the options they've got in front of them Mm -hmm. let's help our kids love going into adulthood imperfections, difficulties, and all.
0: Yeah, Uh, that's a good word, and uh, it might be that this is uh, really touching a nerve for you, and you're struggling because your child is struggling. Um, If that's the case, please get in touch with us. We have a terrific team of caring Christian counselors. Uh, They're a phone call away, 800, the letter A, and the word family. We'll have further details in the show notes, but please know that Uh, We'll get a name and number and give you a call back. And that's a free consultation provided by uh, the donors who uh, sustain Focus on the Family. And if you'd like to learn more about uh, Allison and her stories and uh, the things she learned, get a copy of her book called Setting Boundaries with Your Adult Children. We're making that available today as our thank you when you join the support team. And uh, just know your support enables us to have counselors, to offer a vibrant website with lots of great resources and to uh, provide books like Allison's. So please donate today as you can. We'll send the book to you. The details are in the show notes. We'll hear more from Allison next time. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller. And thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.
1: I knew my marriage was falling apart. I just didn't
2: know how to fix it. I felt like I would always be alone, even if I stayed married. At Focus on the Family's Hope Restored Marriage Intensive, we offer hope to couples in crisis so they can have the marriage they've always dreamed of. For the first time, I felt like my husband truly heard me. I've
1: received some great tools from the counselors that have changed my life and my marriage. To begin the journey of finding health, go to hoperestored.com today.